0: I'm Brett Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the v Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's
1: Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, today is hump day. It's Wednesday, December the 20th in the year of Lord, 2023. This is Hour 2 of episode 993, Danny Rice. Can you believe... Oh, I guess I should unmute you there. How about that? Unbelievable. Uh, can
0: you That's believe fantastic. that they would let us have nine hundred and ninety three episodes of this show? And I tell you, Brian, after that many, Linda has done a great job with the green room. Holy cow, the croissants this morning and the flavored coffee. Wait a minute. Did you get croissants and flavored coffee, Mike? Well, I mean, we know we know <laughs> who's the most respected man in the room. Well, yeah. y'all y'all were y'all were early, but me and Linda and, and I noticed didn't Pastor Jason just pray for Linda? Oh, well, I mean, oh, did yeah. I miss that? I think we all are. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> is, Hell. Danny. But how many days is that? Eight? Eight no, we're
1: uh, 10 days away. Is it 10 days, days away? Yes. God
0: bless America. God uh, bless Linda. Uh, it's good Amen. to be here this morning, and uh, good to see my friend Michael, and, uh, you know, just uh, been looking forward to it, and uh, Brian, uh, we're, we're so happy of your success on the show. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you, And Well, listen, that's not why we're having you on here today, though. The reason I wanted you on here, we've got several things to talk about this morning, uh, the first one being, I don't know if you were listening in the first hour or if you were listening to our Thanksgiving show, but we mentioned about uh, – well, I tell you what, let me just set this up real quick. If you missed our first <laughs> hour of today's show, all you need to do is go to com, listen to our replay at 3 o'clock right here on 960 com, or go to 252ESPN. So many different ways you can uh, – we had uh, Mike Martin on, our, reg- our regular Wednesday guest. His last appearance uh, – in, f- in fact, this will be your last appearance until we get back like on January the – tense i believe mm. uh, what are you going to do for yeah what are you going to do for two weeks when uh, you're not in here talking to me gosh have dt's be like uh, i gotta talk to brian Some a lot of journaling yeah i
2: have to write my thoughts down so i can share them with you uh a two-week hiatus is gonna be a lot
1: it is well we're off next week i will of not Christmas. text
2: you on your honeymoon
1: well, I don't know if I would get it. We're going to be on a cruise ship. So, cruise uh, ship. Yeah. Lord. Going to the Bahamas, get Danny Rice. Here. Can you imagine me in a Speedo? I'll, I'll stand- be getting ready for, for surgery, and he'll, he'll be in the Bahamas. That's he'll right. Like, He's what? having surgery on January 12th. Tell you what, we'll get to that in a second. We've got, that's on my <laughs> list of things to talk to you about here, Danny Rice. But uh, you missed uh, Mike Martin and uh, Jason McKnight in our first hour. Again, go to BrianHanks.com. Let's do our replay at 3 o'clock, and you can check that out. Again, we are beyond honored. Uh, one of the uh, true gentlemen. One of the, uh, I, the best way I can describe you is one of Kinston's all-timers. That's how I like to describe you. Danny Rice joining us here in our plush, well-lit, well-protected studio here on Whitehall Drive. And, uh, the, I just want to, I'm going to uh, cut to the chase here, Mike Martin. And, uh, you were, uh, awarded the Order of the Longleaf Pine, uh, last month, uh, I'm still mad about it. And I know you didn't know anything about it, so you couldn't <laughs> tell me. But uh, I have said something to my folks over, uh, you know, Michael James and, uh, and okay. my friends mm-hmm. over, because, they, I, you know, I get the agenda. Thank you for reminding me of the word agenda. I get the agenda, you know, because I'm the PIO for the county. Right. And it said special recognition. It didn't yeah. say, you know, but they do that every month. The people who receive, uh, you know, like their 30-year pin or they've worked for the county for 25 years, and that kind of stuff, which that's a big honor. Yeah. It's not the order of the longleaf pine. If I had known that, Danny, I know. you've got to know I would have been there. And it broke my heart when I found out about it and I wasn't there.
0: Well, I think the people that uh, spearheaded this, uh, my good friend uh, Rob Bizzell, uh June Cummins, Linda Sutton, Alice Tingle, uh, they wanted to keep this quiet, quiet as possible. Uh, Wait, you think them telling me? I know. Uh, I know. I know. I know. The, well, church, the church mouse in the room. <laughs> I know. Well, they, you know um, – Rob uh, asked me to be at the county commissioner meeting, and and we're generally there for lobbying for for different things, for friends to be recognized, those kind of things, and uh, I just thought it was part of that, and then when I got there, and I looked around, and uh, you know, uh, there were people there I didn't expect to be there, so uh, it was a big surprise, and I just, uh, when did you start realizing that, hey, as as someone who does so much
1: for everybody else, that this was about you. When did that realization start to kick
0: in? Well, I think when Alice Tingle walked in, uh, I said, uh, why the heck is Alice here? <laughs> and you know Alice, she kind of smiled at me. And, uh, you know, I knew something was up, yeah. but I didn't know exactly what. Um, you know, Rob, Rob, uh, Rob is such a great guy, and uh, he does so much for our community. And, uh, of course, he, he built the Rillo uh, drugstore uh, system, and uh, he, he's, just, he's just a good guy. So, uh, and he's certainly a future recipient of that award.
1: Well, and it's like you said, he's the one who spearheaded this, too. Yes, I uh-huh. mean, uh, yep. I, I was honored to be able to write a piece for, uh, I, I would like to uh, say that I was the first one. There. You've been a media darling for the last month now since this happened. I mean, I wrote an article for the Free Press. Uh, News News did a story on you. You were on uh, a local television station, too. Uh, Did
0: you see that, Mike Martin? I did. I surely did. Well, it it went crazy, honestly, after your article. Uh, WITN picked it up, and their morning reporter, uh, Jason, called and said, uh, I'd like to do an interview. And, of course, Dean Doughty. I don't know if you know Dean, who's the producer at WIT and great guy, great pirate. No, of him. I'm not that super familiar. Great
2: musician as well.
0: Great musician. He's in a a duo that plays a lot around. But um, Dean had noticed it, and um, she called, and I said, Well, I I do it under one condition. Um, You know, I've certainly gotten enough attention because of this. Uh, all the people I owe money to now can find me. <laughs> so uh, thank you very much, Brian Hanks. <laughs> but uh, she she came over, and we spent an hour and a half just talking. And uh, she's a great gal. Uh, tennis, uh, she's from Tennessee, Alabama graduate. Of course, I asked her if we'd get a five-year commitment because, you know, these cub reporters come in and, yeah. and leave, and she said, uh, what do you think? Yeah. I said, you'll go back to Tennessee and you know, maybe Alabama. But um, we did an hour and a half, and I didn't know how in the world she put it together. But but my caveat was um, you must highlight some organizations that I've been involved in, and she did a great job. Yeah, I saw She highlighted that. the community center and the water park and LIB and Caswell and the foundation, and uh, and you know did a good job of bringing my family in because uh, that's so important. She she t- she used some pictures that I took of the boys. Uh, uh, we were you know both of them were taken in California at different places, but, but they were thrilled to be on it. And they said I picked pretty good pictures of them. There you go. There you go. Well yeah. done. But well. it's it, it's been an interesting time. Like I say, people can track me down now. And uh, but it went viral. Gosh, the TV thing and then Facebook yesterday. Yeah. And I've had a lot of contacts from people I hadn't had contacts from in a while.
1: That is awesome. That is beyond awesome. Danny Rice joining us here. Uh, Jason's upset because he said he didn't find out about it until right now. That you are, he said. Danny Rice. I'm reading straight from your uh, text here, Jason. Danny Rice is a role model for me and a mentor. Why did I not know about this till now? Well, I don't know, Mike. You and I talked about it uh, last month, and
2: I've talked about it a couple of times, especially after the Free Press article came he out. You might and- be referring to the fact that Danny's on the show today, not that he received the Order of the Longleaf Pine. Oh. Could I mean, be. It might be. Uh, Jason yeah. Can <laughs> you
1: come back tomorrow? Jason's on the show
2: tomorrow, too. Could you come back? No. <laughs> I think I'll pass <laughs> tomorrow. We'll just have you on all beat. week. I'll all pass, week. pass for sure. we' will week. um <laughs> Well, I mean. Danny's retired now so getting yeah. up and getting out of this early is
0: not That's you a know, commitment. <laughs> I don't do it for just anybody. I don't don't you know. And Linda, I had to see Linda this morning and then the yeah. green room again Well, the Linda. croissants. Hey, what oh, about cow. where did you get croissants from? I
2: didn't even know. She made them herself, I'm sure.
1: Danny said in the green room in the uh that there are croissants
2: in there and Flavored coffee. (laughs) I love looking at the confused (laughs) look on her face right now. She's going to go look for them now herself. (laughs) Um, I think Scott
1: might have eaten them after I left. I do do need to say this, though, and I got to get some love because he listens to the show every morning, too. But our new county commissioner, Keith King. Right, right. He came and visited the show last week, did I tell you? Oh, nice. Yeah. He's a good dude. Let me tell you something. He comes in here, he brought a biscuit from Smith's Cafe. He brought, listen, I'm still eating
0: these. He brought some North Pole uh, Nutty Buddies. Uh, He's a politician, remember that. (laughs) And I used to bring biscuits. I I brought biscuits on some mornings in the early days. Look, he brought me a uh, class
1: of 1983 20th reunion, Kinston Vikings thing. Uh, He brought me a. carolina he's oh not here home with the blue cup from gosh, chapel hill gosh, so
3: how about that
1: he you know who you and I, I, I need to have her back on you know who else does that linda rouse sutton doesn't she she brings us food every time too so i mean i'm not well, putting undue pressure on you guys not here. at all
0: not at all well, i'm not gonna at all. start
2: putting pressure on you you need to have her on on wednesdays <laughs> when i'm here so
0: i can get a biscuit too hey, that'll work that'll work <laughs> it's too early for me to get the lovick's this morning you know yeah yeah Oh, it's like Michael I'm said, I, I'm retired. I crawled out of bed to come here this That's morning. Right. That's right. He's Natalie-clad, though. He is He looking, looks. He uh, looks good. Here sharp. I am wearing sharp. the same thing
1: I wore to the game last night, uh, to yeah. the Kensington. I probably shouldn't have said that.
2: I can smell that. Yeah, we noticed that. I can smell I'm, that from here.
0: I'm, I'm too close <laughs> to you, Brian. I'm too close. I chose my too seat close. wisely, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you, you were mentioning uh, Christmas gifts, and yes. you know, Michael kind of
2: – Yeah, your favorite – set it up, Mike. Yeah. So, now, we're it's a sports show, so – yeah, you know, we were talking a little bit about you know what your sport. And well, and you're a Dodgers fan, so you already got Shohei. So, I
0: mean. we're excited. We're Sho- excited.
2: Shohei should be buying Christmas gifts for all of us with that contract. But, yeah, um, but yeah. So, what would your sports Christmas wish be?
0: Well, I think number one for Keaton Mitchell to be healthy. Yeah, you know, it, ding ding it ding. Breaks that was our tragic. heart. That was tragic. Uh, of course, we're excited about the Pirates. I can't wait for the fall. Uh, I'm more optimistic than I've been in in a long time with our pirates. With and we'll talk about the portal stuff later. But uh, going to uh, going to Omaha, you know, uh, I, I'm still tattoo ready with about other twenty twenty five other people <laughs> to get our tattoo when we go to our first World Series. Yep. But I think that those are the main ones. You know, uh, of course, the Dodgers. My my boys always go to opening day, and do you know what he has done to opening oh, day ticket prices? Man, they they, they can't go now. I told, yeah, I was telling
2: someone, yeah, they're like, well, know, what a huge investment. But you talk about an investment that has remarkable potential to pay off quickly. I mean, the Dodgers are already a worldwide brand. You know, there's a handful of worldwide brands in sports. You know, the Yankees, the Dodgers, uh, the Cowboys, uh, you know, Manchester United and some of the soccer Mm -hmm. clubs. But – you know, to to sign, you know, the star of Japan, Kylie, Can you imagine the the number of viewers worldwide opening day the Dodgers will have? That's going to be off yeah. the charts. I, and I'm not sure. I, I I don't even know how all that is measured precisely, uh, but. Uh, that That's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I used to really – Dodgers used to kind of be my, my yeah. girlfriend team, not my main team, right. but I always – like, especially when Hatch played for them. I've got a Dodgers Hatcher jersey right here. I saw Hatch play student. there. I did in, in Dodger Stadium. Nice. It just uh, – but they've become they – don't take this personally, but they've become the Yankees. I know. I the know. old-time Yankees were like, hey, let's throw – yeah and it so it do, don't take this personally danny and i know you know <laughs> i know you're a big dodgers guy but yeah. it does my heart good when they fail now because i mean it you know it is what is i did. you hadn't seen my new tattoo
0: have you oh my gosh i'm, said, I'm well, afraid to look at it uh, oh my gosh look at that you too baby uh, i got it. did you, you see go. this mike
2: did i show you this you did. I thought it was forty two, though. But it's it's like, no, it's Jake. you two. I, it's a joke, bro. It's I know. Jake. I know. I want a
0: different tattoo person to do my pirate tattoo. I uh, know. Yeah, you there. know.
2: We need to seek uh, outside counsel. I know, I
0: know. quality control was lost when they did that one. <laughs> this I'll looks tell you good. That. You too. Well, I was yeah. an honor, Jackie Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I did, too. I did, too. But, yeah, the Dodgers, I think, uh, you know, they. Uh, you look at the demographics, like Michael says, and, uh-huh. you know, it's deferred compensation. So the Dodgers have made a commitment long ways down the road. But ticket prices will go up. Marketing will go up. Sponsors will go up. So, you know, they're – they're not going to lose any money. Well, you know, Jason that. Bryant
1: asked. He's listening right now, and you know he's already he adores you. You right. know that. I yeah. mean, he thinks the world of you too, like, he's a good like friend. Mike and I do. But he said, uh, with all okay, the Otani uh-huh. he signing. Uh-huh. He said, with all of his money deferred way down the road, what are the Dodgers going to look like when all that money is due? And uh, I think it's a very fair question. When whatever, I mean,
2: but I mean, they're going to look like. uh, I mean, I don't think they're going to look like the Mets do when Bobby Bonilla finally gets his last check. I mean – Isn't that still like 12 years uh, out or uh, something? Yeah, but, you know, what I think is remarkable about it is you're talking about a kid – I mean, and again, I use the word kid loosely. But, you know, Shohei has come over here and he has, you know, made himself arguably, you know – One of the most exciting players in the history of Major League Baseball. I mean, you know, Ruthian type things with the pitching and, you know, and and the success he's had at the plate. But by deferring that money, he's shown that his priority is to win and to allow the Dodgers a way to structure a contract that's going to give them the ability to add other players. I mean, I think that, you know, they, they, take, they trade for Tyler Glass now. Um, yeah. They're in the conversations with uh, Yamamoto and, and, you know, some other things. So, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's not, it's not that they're going to stop spending and, you know, and in, in the way the baseball uh, the way baseball structures, it's uh, so, I mean, uh, I just, they'll pay the tax and they'll uh, keep going. I mean, and oh, yeah, but it's yeah.
1: crazy to me, Danny and yep. Mike, that Otani is getting 70 million a year. I know he's not now. They're deferring it, but yep. whatever. But there are eight major league teams that don't even have a 70 million dollar salary for their entire 25 man or for their 40 man roster. Including the Baltimore Orioles, who only had thirty-five million last year, Danny.
0: Well, it's it's crazy, and uh, you know I talk about the golden rule. Who has the gold rules? <laughs> yeah. And that's true in the pros. And you know when you look at the, the uh, nil is now. You know that's uh, you know that's gone out of sight. You look at Jimbo Fisher's uh, buyout. I mean, you know it's it's just. Uh, it's it's crazy yeah. and i don't know when it's going to be brought under control or if it ever will but yeah we've gone out of sight with with money deferred money borrowed money whatever it is i never
1: want to hear a pro owner again danny and my i'm saying this to both of you i never want to hear a pro owner again whining about well we can't do this or we can't do that what when you can pay 70 million dollars mm-hmm. a year to one player i will tell million. you this
2: i think that you know we we've on Wednesdays, we've talked a lot about the the PIF, the Saudi trust, and yeah. uh, I think that those who manage that fund are salivating at what sports have become in this country because there is a bubble, yep. and yeah, you know, and and that bubble is gonna be reached, mm-hmm. and when the sky is falling and Chicken Little is singing this song, the PIF. Folks going to be like, "Hey, look. I said
1: that did I not say that last week when was it last week or 2 weeks ago when you were yeah. on and I think that's what's happening. These yep. Saudi people are, you know, with that money is nothing to them. Right. They're going to be the ones swooping in and buying the NFL or yeah. buy, and I'm not talking about buying a team to Carolina yeah. Panthers. I'm talking about All buying the NFL. Yeah. Yep. I really think that's it. that that's right around the corner. Listen, we've got like 15 minutes left and we've got 8,000 things I want to okay. get to here. Okay. I want you being the biggest ECU fan that I know. I mean, and you are of all the folks I know that are Pirate Club people, you are number one. How happy are you with this off season that Mike Houston has put together with uh, the uh, transfer portal stuff? It seems like every day. You guys are getting a player from uh from a power 5 every day and a two or three a day at sometimes. We're in a little text chain with uh, Scott and Paul and <laughs> Scott loves putting those little pictures of the latest player that's I been know. uh that's been chosen.
0: How, how pleased are you with the performance Mike Houston has had here in the off season? Well, I'm I'm happy for Pirate Nation. Um it was a terrible year and we needed some encouragement and the hiring of the offensive coordinator and his staff has been remarkable. Um, I'm so excited about the uh, you know we got the top high school recruiting class coming in in the conference. Got a quarterback from Kentucky that's supposed to be out of sight. Mm-hmm. Of course, we did get the transfer of the quarterback from Michigan State, and he's got three more years. Plus, we have the young kid, the freshman uh, Jeter. Uh, he's with us. Um, you know, we got defense. You know, I I keep waiting for the offensive line because you know you uh, no matter how good a quarterback is or how good a Roger Harris is, you've got to have an offensive line. Yes. We, we beefed up the defense. Uh, and, and I've heard we have as many as 18 portal transfers so far. Wow. I, I hadn't seen the names or anything, but I heard someone well, You've seen night,
1: the big names,
0: though. The big names, yeah. you know, those coming from Missouri yeah. and uh, got the South Carolina wide receiver yesterday. And we got the wide receivers. I mean, this quarterback's going to have somebody to throw it to. And we got the backs, you know. We we have had the backs. We we just couldn't give them a, a hole to run in. Yeah, and that's been the big thing. But no, I'm I'm highly encouraged. Uh, as both of you know, I'm a Houston fan. Yeah, you are. Yes, and I've been a Houston fan. The you offense know, coordinator this year, I wasn't a fan of him because um, I think we had some failures this year, and uh, I'm not sure we we uh, we planned for our quarterbacks well in succession. Holton kind of took us to, to the the well, uh the when you have land. a quarterback for 12 years though Danny uh, I know, you know, I know. I mean, but he was yeah he you know he just he kind of dominated <laughs> and we didn't plan well what do you think about the new offensive coordinator we had a chance to hear him we at a did. pirate club
1: thing before a basketball game uh a week or so ago your your thought Joe David Baker is that his name John or? David Baker John I David think, Baker yeah. uh, your thoughts on him
0: I, I think he's gonna be remarkable and he, it was music to our ears when he said hey you guys I'm gonna open up that offense yeah because you know we had such a the Michigan coach said this year I could have predicted every play that East Carolina. Made. Well, I mean
2: they have a they have special insight at Michigan on how they do that.
0: But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they had a tape. I think one of them tailgated with us, Brian, one game. One of their scouts was that the guy
1: wearing the Michigan stuff. That was him. I that don't was remember him. now. Yeah, but
0: I mean, uh, that's awesome. But yeah, I'm. I couldn't be more excited. Yeah, uh, and, and we got a got a good schedule. You know, our our, our second game is Appalachian. Yeah. And it's a home game, yeah. So that's going to be a biggie. And of course, I'm, I'm we're going to about that. we're going to James Madison. We got to go there. We're going to uh, see Old Dominion. It's a away game, and the conference schedule, as you saw this year, we got a tough conference. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know they're getting all these portal transfers too. Yeah. And you look at the Florida teams that are getting some of the Florida players. So uh, it's going to be a competitive year, but people are. You know, people are saying that are that are realist that we could easily uh, win eight games next year. Really,
1: that's what. And okay, I haven't seen. I will tell you the thing I was excited about, it, and I saw it when I was doing my show prep this morning, Danny. Was that uh, uh, going into sign? Because today is National Signing Day. That's right. That's a biggie. You know, and yeah. you guys at this moment have the number forty nine. Now this is before everything's been signed. Yeah. All the T's yeah. are crossed, and all the eyes are dotted, and everything. But as of this morning at what, when I was doing show prep at 6 a.m., I went to one of the 24-7 recruiting yeah. at ECU as the number one recruiting class in the AAC uh-huh, uh-huh. and number 49 overall in the nation, one spot ahead of Virginia. Holy cow. Exactly. So, you know, my heart was broken a little bit there. <laughs> well, not really, but it just yeah. – how about that? I mean, and ahead of like four AC, four or five ACC yeah. teams – I just, I was impressed by that. I mean, and that's, again, that's before every, all the T's across, all the I's are dotted, yep. but number 49 out of 133 D1 schools,
0: that means you're top third, more well, than top third. What I like, that there's an indication, you know, the, the kid from Missouri is from North Carolina. We got um, Cam Hayes that originally was with State, LSU basketball player. He's from North Carolina. So a lot of the North Carolina kids are seeing. wait a minute, maybe I need to consider the Pirates before I go out. You yeah. know, out of state and play for a team. Um, so, you know, a lot of positive signs at, at this point about Pirate Nation next year. And oh. I'm happy with Coach Houston. I, I'm very excited
1: about that. ECU basketball real quick. Uh, again, 6-4. and four. Man, a very good game, and I apologize. Mm. I don't have it right here in front of me. The close game they played uh, at or against Florida. Florida. Yep, yeah.
2: in that uh, Florida game. I played was very impressed. an incredibly close game against South Carolina as well. I mean oh. – you know, two SEC Don't teams. Even. But I mean, hey, look, my
0: it, heart was broke. I was there at that game. We, and, we were there, and yeah. uh, I, the thing I'm impressed, and, and I love Coach Schwartz. Um, I do too. He's a defensive guy, and our, our our defense, we're holding all these power teams to 20 points under their their average. Yep. That that says a lot. I think once Cam Hayes gets in, we get our offense rolling. Uh, Bobby Pettiford, you know, he's starting to develop. Uh, you and I were at the South Carolina game, and we should have beaten South Carolina. You know, their their two stars hit three pointers. Yeah, our stars are going to start hitting three pointers in the last minute. But that was the only difference, and that was Michael. I wish you could have been at Menchie's that night. Uh, I mean, I, it was. I, I heard it was amazing. amazing.
2: In fact, yeah. uh, Nathan Perry and Alan Parrott were talking about it yesterday at Bible study how how great an atmosphere it was. And yep. um, yeah, you know, I think it's uh, I, I think it's exciting what what Coach Schwartz has done there. And, and I said when he was hired that. I feel like it's probably the best trio of coaches we've had in the major men's sports. And I know that annoys a lot of people because there are a lot of people who are, you know, who are, you know, Mike Houston naysayers right now. But I I continue to say, Mike Houston didn't forget how to coach last year.
1: Here's what I'm, and I am a relative outsider to you guys. I'm from Western North Carolina. Mm -hmm. I am a season ticket holder, though, in uh, football and in basketball, so I can... Wear that, or wear that <laughs> cape or whatever. Yeah. But here's what I was impressed with, and this is probably going to surprise both of you, that you guys didn't get rid of Mike Houston. I think in past years for Pirate oh, Nation, no you guys are, have been just so quick to pull the trigger. Yeah. I mean, you know I'll never be able to – Get over what you did to one of my favorite coaches uh, on the football side. I know, but I know, but, but I'm in, exactly. But but what I'm impressed with is that you did have the bottom out season, just a bad year. It went about as bad as it possibly could. But instead of oh, let's get rid of him and all that, you guys are giving him another year. And I I am pulling for him so hard next year. I can't even begin to tell you, Dan, Mike. I hope he proves everybody wrong maybe and you guys do have that eight and four regular season next yeah. year you know yeah. and then go to a pretty good bowl and all that and maybe even challenge for an AAC title next year just to shut up the naysayers that's my one complaint I've told you that you and I've talked about this I before know. I know that's the one thing I can't stand about Pirate Nation is you guys are just I say you guys I mean <laughs> uh, Pir- but it really you guys are just so quick to just get rid of somebody have some patience with something I think if I will go back to Ruffin. Okay, that if you guys had stayed patient, he had the one bad year, he'd have picked it up the next year. You saw how the see, the teams did play yep. better yep. with his recruits those years yep. after that. I think he would still be the head coach today if there had been patience exhibited that after that bad year with him. I hope <laughs> the same thing for Mike
0: Houston. I, I think so. Um, you know, there's so much politics in uh, at every level, and you know, in, in the past the big boys have had an influence of getting rid of coaches. Sadly. Uh, but I think this year, John Gilbert, uh, stuck with Houston. He was committed to Houston and, and the whiners, if you track the whiners down and I always ask, you know, on Facebook, by the way, are you a season ticket holder? Do you support the pirate club? Do you support the NIL? Cause that's the bottom line. Now, you know, we, hopefully we're going to approach a million dollars with NIL by the end of the year, with end of the year contributions. But that's where sadly, and you know how much I hate in NIL, yeah. but you you know, you gotta play. Yeah, you gotta pay to play, and and I think that's uh, you know, we uh, when when you look at uh, Deion Sanders' son, you know, making what three and a half four million, even Drake May making one and a half two million, we we can't do that kind of thing. And I'm so proud that we can still recruit the the, the kid from Michigan State that played the last seven games for Michigan State, and that coach came in and said, "Well, I got another plan. You might have to start looking." Yeah, and he looks East Carolina.
1: Yeah, and I agree with that. What bothers me is there is money at East Carolina, though. Maybe you don't have the Carolina money, and you definitely don't have the Alabama and the Georgia and the Mississippi money, that kind of stuff. But I really think that there is money there. Yeah, I ask you this. I've asked you this two or three times, so you're going to roll your eyes at me again when I ask you this, Danny. But who has gone to Vince McMahon, who is almost a billionaire, and said, hey, support, you know, hey, give us some money, you know, support your alma mater. Who, has anybody gone to Mr. Beast who is, uh, you know, supporting the Charlotte Hornets? Did you notice he's got his logo on the Charlotte know, Hornets jerseys now? I well, mean, and just – I I've
2: don't been, know, man. I've been it told just... they've
0: been to Vince McMahon. I've been okay, told they've okay. gone to Sandra Bullock who, who went to school there. Yeah. They're starting to look at some of the heavy hitters. And I feel good about Mr. Beast. You know, he set up a major uh, support system in the business school yeah. for entrepreneurs. Yeah. So I think next this will come to – you know the athletics, well, and yeah, he he could. I mean, good gosh, how much could he throw in? Uh He's a he's isn't he close
1: to being a billionaire?
2: He's close to it anyway. He's yeah, very- but not only <laughs> not only what he could throw in, but the network that he has. When they see him, right? You know, it, it's got the potential of of, of being something, but.
1: Anyway, yeah. hey, you know what? I It's easy for me to talk about other people's money, Mike, you know, and say, hey, why <laughs> are they doing this to help out? I know. Hey, again, we are up against it, but Jason made a very good point. Give me 30 seconds on this. He said the Pirates being loyal to Houston, does it uh, equal out if Houston is loyal to the Pirates? And what he meant by that is, what if he gets it turned around? They're eight and four. We already heard at the end of the previous I season. I know. Uh, him flirting around with uh, other institutions and other programs. What if he turns around, they're 8-4, and and then all of a sudden here comes SEC school, Vanderbilt. I don't know. I'm just throwing a name out there. Vanderbilt says, hey, we want to turn around our program. Mike Houston's done such a good job. Will he be as loyal? I guess that's what Jason's trying to say. Will he be as loyal to ECU as ECU has been to him this year?
0: You know that that's a million dollar question. Um, I think uh, he he loves Greenville. His family loves Greenville. You know he listens to Skip Holtz, who regrets ever leaving Greenville. Yeah. When, when he took the, the the big package to go to South Florida, I think when he left here. But yes, I um, I think we'll lose him at some point. Yeah. We we kind of like the the Miami Ohio what the cradle of coaches you know we've lost some you know Pat Dye some of those guys left us and did real well but um that'll be that'll be a million dollar question yeah. and you know we we're paying a pretty competitive salary in the AAC but the money that coaches are being thrown at them and w- with other schools um, Jason I I hope so but my gut is he will you know he likes the culture at East Carolina and. uh it depends on – I really think it depends on next year. If he has a good year, I think he's going to feel better about his recruits. He's got twenty twenty two 22 high school kids coming in he's committed to. Um, and – you know, I I think that's that's a big question, but my gut is he is committed to us for for a period of time.
1: Danny Rice, thank you so much for coming in. Mike, thank you for staying for uh, both hours, as you have done for a month or two now.
0: real quick time. coat drive at uh, the homeless shelter. I've yes. got to get that in. Give give me a solid thirty seconds on that. Yeah, uh, Christmas Eve we have some partners that work with the friends of the homeless. Uh, if you want to drop by, uh, new or slightly used coats, socks, uh, jackets. Uh, those kind of things. You can drop them by from 12 to 2. We're going to have food down there. We're going to have a DJ down there. 12 to 2 there. on Christmas Eve. Uh, on Christmas Eve, the okay. 24th. Yeah. So come by. You know, We were proud of what's going on at the Homeless Shelter. And uh, just come by and, and tour. You'll be very impressed. Give
2: us, uh, ad- us that address, Danny. Uh, I tell you what. I tell
1: you what, I'll put it in the show notes. there you go. How about that? I'll go. find it and put Sorry it in the show about notes. That. Didn't the
2: spot.
1: <laughs> Danny. <laughs> there you go. It's hey. behind the big post office downtown. There you go. Okay. Hey, Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Thank Christmas. Thank you for coming in. Mike, love you death buddy. Thank you for coming in. Awesome. Hey, let's get uh John and Jonathan in here and uh Forrest Dawson is making a surprise pretty no. much not a surprise since I'm telling you now. But uh here on the birthday game presented by Goeko, a uh, technology service provider. It's hump day. It's Wednesday, December the 20th in the year of our Lord 2023. It's five days from Christmas. Yeah. It's time to play the birthday game.
4: How are you doing, Jonathan Parrott Dawson? I'm doing pretty good, even though I was a little incensed that I got a call from the police department. I had to go bail you out because you kept sitting on mall Santa's laps all over the area, even though they've got signs up before you get there that say no Brian Hanks but but i want i want to get what i want for christmas
1: how do you do that if you don't go sit on santa's lap you ever heard of writing a letter like a person no man uh, have you the postal system is so jacked up right now dude it is he's not wrong yeah who even knows? Let me tell you guys. Can Okay, I, I didn't even have any idea we were going down this road, okay? You know, we got this wedding thing coming up. You know about this thing, right? The That's, abomination
4: uh, 23? Yeah, I've heard of it. You know, it's 10 days from now. Yeah. You
1: know, marrying uh, that beautiful woman down the hall. Right. Well, so we sent out an invitation. We didn't even send out a lot of invitations, okay? Mm-hmm. Because we wanted this to be a small affair, you know, with, you know, family and friends. Cool, cool and-
4: people only.
1: <laughs> Don't say that because there are people who listen to that who are <laughs> mad. That the or you know that we haven't invited them, and I feel bad about that. But it is, it's a small affair that we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Would you believe, even though we only sent out a limited amount of uh, invitations, invitations, we are up to now, this is not a joke, we're up to five that people did not receive theirs. Wow. Five. And we sent a, a, when I say limited, I'm sincere, a limited number of, uh, so when I say that I don't want to send my letter to Santa Claus because it might get lost in the mail, I mean that in all sincerity. So that's why I've been grinding all over Santa's lap, okay? Okay. First of all, Ooh. you. <laughs> Both up, you
4: Ooh. Why have you got to make everything <laughs> disgusting? Funny, Tell him Jonathan. To ask him, Jonathan. Well, well, funny, not can
5: disgusting. I, can I answer the question?
4: Yes, Your Honor. <laughs> yes, Your Honor.
5: <laughs> he just wanted to see what all, all the hype was about the North Pole.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute.
5: That was a slow burn. That <laughs> was
1: a very slow burn. Can't but... use it, but you
4: know. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> you cannot. You can't. Uh, <laughs> it does. You it on the
5: radio. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, you remember the Eddie Murphy bit when he came back to SNL Host a little while back, where the polar bears broke into the elves' workshop? Yeah. That was funny.
2: Yeah. Well, I- you know
5: how bad it is this innocent white elf came
4: running up to me a black elf in sweatpants oh that was a, a play on the yeah the woman that was Elk yeah of in like, Cleveland. Uh, yeah i tried to get a uh, tire hatched
1: oh yeah yeah you got to tell us this man you started i, telling got, me I had a rehearsal
4: finish. in durham saturday it went great get home i'm sitting there i'm just stretched out relaxing Uh, My daughter comes in and says, your front left tire is flat. Go out there and it's flat down to the rim. As a flitter? Yeah, whatever a flitter is. (laughs) So I start looking around. There's actually a place open Sunday morning at 8 o'clock that can fix a flat tire, a patch of tire. So I figure I'll get there at 8 o'clock. You know, 10 minutes max, be back by 8.30. I get there at 7.52. And the manager says, well, I don't have a tech yet, but I first one comes in. So I figure, okay, 8 o'clock, I'll wait 8 minutes. Techs start getting there around 8.20. Okay? Yeah. They finally touch the car at 8.37. Now, by this point, the air's gone back down in. It's back to the rim, and they're getting ready to drive. I said, you're not going to drive it around on the rim, are you? He said, well... The air thing won't reach out here. I said, so I get my little air thing out, plug it into the cigarette lighter, pump it back up so they don't ruin my rim. Stand in the rain doing that for five minutes to pump it back up. Then they drive it in. Then I look in the back and they've got the hood up. Wait a minute, you're getting a tire fix. Right, tire patched. Yeah. So I go to the manager and I say, just out of curiosity, why have they got the hood up? I just need the tire patched and I need to kind of be on my way. Oh, what's part of our, you know, our courtesy, we check all, I said, I don't, sir, I just need the tire patched, and I need to go. Yeah. Okay, well, he's almost finished with it. I said, okay, I need to get the tire patched, and I need to go. So, uh, eventually, they get the tire up there, and he comes out, and the guy says, uh, he goes to the manager, he says, (laughs) I patched it, but it's still leaking. So they, they obviously this is a routine. This is like who's on first. They've done it a thousand times. Yeah. They go in the back and he comes out like he's the doctor getting ready to tell you bad news after surgery. <laughs> well, the way the the way the cut in the tire is and it's it's, it's not holding. It's you need a new tire. It's going to be hundred and sixty dollars. Gah! I said I don't. I did have it. I said I don't have it. I'm just going to drive it home. Okay. So they he starts to. It takes him eight minutes to ring me up. I mean, I'm standing there with the card out. He's tearing pieces of paper apart. He's stapling. He's crocheting something. He's typing into a computer. Seven minutes. And then the guy comes out and he said, well, I put a few extra pounds in there just around Wednesday or so. Be sure you still got air in it. I'm like, okay. I'm going to take it to my regular guy. If it needs a new tire, then so be it. But I feel like I'm being sold a bill of goods here. And they drive it around the front and hand me the keys, and then all of a sudden, the mechanic runs out of the back. Hold on, hold on. He forgot to tighten the lug nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not laughing.
5: It's okay to laugh because those guys
1: so, are
4: apparently idiots. Now consequently, today— now was this
1: a Kinston business or a Lenore County business? I, I'm
4: going to say Lenore County. Okay. Keep it at that for okay. right now. I get a tooth cap today, and it only took twice as long as to get that tire patched, which took an hour. Yeah. We should have taken 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. That's it. Okay. Very good. Oh, Don't, no, no, no. Do no. not give him sharp objects. Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to insist that you don't One more do time that. travel and you're getting cut, buddy. <laughs> okay. Well, let's not do that then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as you know, uh, it, this is Christmas week. And yes. uh, if you remember on Monday's show, uh, Monday's show, we had Jacques Paslec. Uh, check in with us. Well, he sounded here. glad to be on the show. Yeah, he didn't did. He? <laughs> he really did. It was awesome. Well, on yesterday's show, on Tuesday's show, we had a uh, we had uh, my fiance, you know the, the my, my long suffering uh, soon to be wife, uh, Linda. Yeah. Well, today is Wednesday, and joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now is uh, a, a mystery guest. Uh, say hello and uh, and uh, l- tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Hello there. How are you? I am the mystery guest for Wednesday. Oh, (laughs) gee. All right, I'm out. (laughs) See y'all.
1: Okay. The very good. Let me introduce you then. Our special guest here today on today's uh, birthday game. No, this is going to air. This is awesome. He messages the show a couple of times a week. Keeps me straight. <laughs> I basically could call him one of the executive producers of the show. By God, it's Forrest Dawson joining us here on our Spence Automotive guest line here on the uh, birthday game this morning. How are you doing, Mr. Dawson? i'm doing very well i hope you guys are i bet i bet john's not doing all that great right now <laughs> sir if you could see the side eye that i'm getting jonathan describe the side eye that i'm getting right now
5: oh i'm just here enjoying it <laughs> uh you, I'm, I'm, I'm i'm sure uh john's father's seen that side eye a time or two uh, john had to have got it from somewhere <laughs>
4: well massey enjoys probably massey enjoys when parachutes don't open so (laughs) there you go well you're not wrong
1: listen your very first appearance here on the show sir and i've been looking forward to this for a long time and uh i I, the first question that i am asked all the time that uh uh oh jonathan i told you to not give him sharp (laughs) objects he's now uh, got a pair of scissors and see i
5: needed to do that so at least I have a little bit of good faith built up with him When I tell him that I knew about this
1: <laughs> He did Jonathan knew about this Okay This is okay. Awesome. Yeah So anyway Mr. Dawson I get asked this all the time about John And I and, and this is a, a very sincere question <clears throat> Where did he get his sense of humor from?
0: Uh,
3: it's uh, uh, Part of it was genetic uh, And part of it was uh, uh, Surroundings I guess but uh, on my uh, my dad's side of the family, they had a lot of characters in it. They were <laughs> uh, they were like twelve or thirteen of them kids when they were growing up. So they they had all something always going on. And, and uh, 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 my wife's family, she had some about half comedians in her family too. I, here again, I, I think a lot of it's genetic and uh, a lot of it's surrounding. So some of both, I think.
1: Well, I have hold on. Uh, Jonathan wants to ask you a question, but I got to tell you. I have loved your son pretty much from the second that I met him at the free press. I was the one, I will take credit for this, John and Mr. Dawson. I'm the one that encouraged him to start writing columns, am I not? Yes. <laughs> and all the awards that he took home after that didn't give him any more money, but he won a <laughs> lot of awards <laughs> from the North Carolina Press Association. But I just want you to know before we even get off the line, because I'm scared to death because John is now holding not only scissors, but a hockey stick, and he's looking at me very menacingly, so I don't know how much longer I have to be able to say these things, but we really do. Jonathan and I both, we can tell you, we love your son to death, and we we. It, just appreciate him more than you realize mr dawson well I, I do too most
3: of the time so it kind of works out <laughs> go ahead dude um
5: is there is there any request that you have for the show like i don't know brian pa- playing r- less rap or uh john <laughs> maybe showing a little more sunny emotion
4: yeah be honest
0: well, about be
4: honest you know, be honest about brian's uh ch- some of the music and be honest now
3: uh well uh it's g-rated right yes yeah yes yes sir Okay, uh, I don't think there is any good rap music. Period. <laughs> oh, what a shame! So fan I can't I really am. quote on that. But yeah. uh, I like, you know, music's good. If music's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. There's not much in between. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, where do you think he got his love for music? Is that from you, sir? I, I think probably. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he and, and and he's had it a long time. That 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 didn't just start. Uh, he he was. At a very young age, uh, we actually went to a few concerts when way back. I mean, uh, we, we've been doing concerts for a long time, and and I enjoyed it too. I, you know, it was partially for me and him too, but 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 he sort of got into it young and and early. And of course, I, I you know he was around a lot of music. I I played a lot of music and a lot of varied music too. I mean, anywhere from. Bluegrass to Alban Brothers, you know, and pretty much everything in between. But uh uh he he was exposed to a lot, I put it that way, and I, I think he sort of picked up on it early and he's much more knowledgeable about it than I am, that's for sure. All I can you know here again he's uh he's uh he's very knowledgeable. It scares me sometimes.
1: <laughs> hey, you're not the only one he scares, okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Hey, now i did ask you i prepped you for this mr <laughs> dawson we need a good story about john that we can share with our listeners here on uh on uh christmas uh you know the week of christmas oh, so it's your turn now share us share with us a good john dawson
3: story oh well there, there's 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 a lot of them <laughs> <laughs> uh well I, the one that comes to mind that that probably says a lot about john too and his character is is, is is uh he would he, he he's done a few things that I, that i only wish i'd have done you know <laughs> i remember back when he was uh when he was young and debonair and he was quite the ladies guy i don't know if whoa, y'all whoa, know whoa, this. wait what yes yes oh yeah he, he uh 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 he he had women calling here no i'm not really <laughs> yes, no. <wait> a <laughs> that was well played
4: yeah really say. No. papa needs his pills
3: yeah uh papa does but uh uh no i remember one time he and 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 i didn't know kind of how this was going to turn out uh because he 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 was uh he had just started dating a little bit uh uh and 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 and, and and he, you know, I was kind of, you know, guiding. Hey, here, you know, you kind of need to, you know, just trying to, trying to keep the ship straight, you know, and, and, uh, and one night he came home, you know, came in unusually early. I said, I said, I, I thought you had a date, and he said, Well, I did. I said, Well, it must have ended fairly early or something, you know, to that effect. And he said, Well, let me tell you what happened. I said, Okay. Oh God, I was just waiting. I was looking see if the cops were following him home or something and <laughs> and 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 though what he said was he said i I've talked to this young lady and and we were going out and we going to have dinner and go to a movie and and all this i said well that's great so far and he says he says we got out at the restaurant and i walked around the car and i and i opened the door for him you know like i mean you know he's you know we're in the south you know chivalry's not dead uh, you know, I, I just, you know, he, and, and I said, you know, he said, and when I opened the door for her, she went into this tirade about what, you know, I want supposed to open the door and this and that and the other. <laughs> what he did, he put her out at a restaurant and locked the door and left.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, my God. I think you've told us that story before, but that is oh, did, awesome.
1: Oh, okay. I no, didn't know no, no, told you no, no, no. That is awesome to hear it from your point of view, too. So, I mean, was he just
3: nonchalant about it? Was he upset? Well I was upset I think I was upset more than he was because I didn't know what was going on you know yeah but uh, but I think the dad the, the dad the, the girl's dad called and let her speak to John. I said, oh God this is not gonna be great and I think when he explained to the dad what happened he said, oh okay I hung up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Now tell him about two weeks later what she did. Two, uh, two weeks later, she called and wanted me to double date with her and somebody else. That's wow. right. Sure did. That's exactly did right. And sure I did. Said, I Forgot that part. And to get up <laughs> to get out of it, I said I don't have any money, which I did. She yeah. said, "Okay, I'll, it's okay. I'll pay." So we, she took us out and we <laughs> play putt putt. That is. How old are you then? Ooh, 17. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah,
3: I was going to say 16 or 17. Couldn't have been too much. That is awesome. That is awesome. John, what would you like to say? We, we
1: need to get to the birthday game. What would you like to say to your pops here? Jonathan, were you going to have something, something
5: else? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, two-parter. A um, two-parter. Yeah. It is the Who, are the Who the greatest band of all time? Mm. And uh, are, yeah. you, are you surprised at how well-adjusted John's daughters are, given who their father is? <laughs> well, he said yes to the first part.
3: Well, I'm going to tell you, that's the – that's the main reason I had him, so I could get grandkids. Uh, there you but go no, uh, we are blessed. I tell you what, I, you know, I'm I'm sort of like uh, Lou Gehrig said, in Pride of the Yankees. I'm the luckiest man around. So I, I've got two great kids. I, I married my childhood sweetheart out of high school, and uh, uh, we we're you know, all is well in the in the Bucklesberry zip code. Oh so. well, that is awesome. Listen,
1: John, would you like to say anything
4: to your pop? Oh, oh no.
3: wanting something about a check? What's the It uh, We get that contract worked out. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I told you I told you he wouldn't do this without, you know, without some numbers. <laughs>
1: hey, uh, I tell you what, I'm going to stick it in the mail here in just a little bit, okay? Hello. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Listen. You guys are having way too much fun. We really are. Listen, Mr. Dawson, this has been a long, long time coming. I'm glad we got it in before our 1000th episode the week of Christmas here. Thank you sincerely. Thank you so much. You've been a good sport with Anytime. this
3: whole thing. Anytime. I appreciate you calling, guys. Y'all have a good time. There you go. That's Mr. Forrest
1: Dawson. And how's that for a Christmas surprise over there, John?
4: We'll talk after the show,
5: Brian. (laughs)
1: You're not, man. He said all nice things. There's nothing you need to cut there. He was awesome. Well, yeah.
5: except for when he said John wasn't a ladies' man. That was pretty funny. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah. That was good. Okay. Hey, we got to play the birthday game here. we got to knock this bad boy out quick here. Uh, Massey, you won yesterday. Uh, three to two. You now lead seven days to six here in December. Why don't you tell us about uh, Goeco Technology Service Provider?
5: Oh, boy. I forgot about that. Uh, Goeco Technology Service Provider. Uh, fine company here. Uh, formerly Goeco office automation uh, as longtime listeners of the show would know they've changed their name uh, jock and his crew are doing some fantastic things in the world of office automation and uh, technology service providing and uh, if you want to hit your hit your wagon to that uh trolley going 100 miles an hour you need to give jock a call at 252 252 286 286, 286 54 54 Or visit his websites at goeco or what is goeko.com for more information. Buckles bucklesberry.com. Right.
1: Yeah, bucklesberry.com. Yeah, right. You say I never do show prep. <laughs> I did some show prep for this show today, okay?
5: He yeah, yeah. Get oh, your yeah. pops on though. Okay. He texts me way too excited. <laughs> I was. And I, I said, uh, yeah, we might need to be ginger with this. What was something I said like, yeah, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So hey, he's a guy. that was a lot of fun. Way overdue, and I mean that. We've been talking for what a couple of years now by getting him on the show. I want him to. He is going to still come in and be a guest on the show though.
4: Well, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, it he wasn't has the it, same issue with cats as I do. So. Oh, does he? Yeah. It
5: wasn't as bad as you thought it would be, was it? No. Okay.
4: What are you, dude, I love you, man.
1: You're my boy. I mean, you think I'm going to do something to mess with you? Not on purpose. Well, there you go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Let's play uh, the birthday game. He had a project. It's Alan Parsons. Indeed it is. Uh, this is Eye in the
4: Sky. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about out. some clean production. Is it? Well, he was one of the engineers on Dark Side of the Moon. That was like one of his first projects for Abbey Road Studios. So it was an Alan Parsons project. In a way. <laughs> there you go. I like them. And I told this story last year,
1: so I'll make it really short. When we were redesigning the paper, remember when we made that stupid mistake and we made it like a tabloid? We decided to go back to the broadsheet. It wasn't up to us. It was people above way us. Way above us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah. You're right. I yeah. made it sound like it was up to mm-hmm. us. It was not. It was way above us. But they let us go back to the broadsheet because people just hated the tabloid version of it. So uh, a guy comes in and to direct our, you know, I think we probably paid the man twenty five thousand dollars or so just to work for three weeks or so to help redirect our thing. But his name was Alan Parsons. Oh my! So so we've got the whole brain trust of ENC, Freedom ENC, you know, or whatever we were called at the time, Halifax. I don't even know what the hell we were called. But, you know, me, Patrick Holmes, uh, our counterparts in Jacksonville and Newburn, and all that. And we'd been working with Alan for, I don't know, a couple of hours, and I had just been sitting there just chomping at the bit the whole time, and I... I know this is gonna shock you when I say this, but ask Patrick if you don't if you think I'm crazy. I raised my hand. I'm like the lowest fish in this pond, okay, or the smallest fish in this pond with all these leaders. And I said, Has it not occurred to anybody else that the project we're working on is being directed by Alan Parsons? So that makes this an Alan Parsons project? Yes. I groan went throughout the room. I think Patrick kicked me out of the office. Wow. <laughs> it
4: was he didn't really do What's that. What's funny is people when you go two or three layers up in that company when the way it was back then, like you had the people we knew and worked with, and you go two or three layers up and the really big important people, you open the door and it's a boardroom full of monkeys throwing stuff at each other. <laughs>
1: yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alan Parsons, uh, Jonathan Massey, how old is he today? <laughs> 87. You say 87. What do you say, John Dawson? 80. Uh, you could have kept going. He was born. Right. That's fine. That's fine. He was born December 20th, 1948. So he's only 75 today. So there you go. We've got uh, another musical hint. Let me get this ready here. Also,
5: one of the one of the uh, evil projects Dr. Evil was working on. Oh,
4: and they play Alan Parsons' music at the NBA. Um, it's called Serious. I think it's where yeah, the Bulls that's a, walk out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan Parsons Project. There you go. This
1: uh, next birthday, he founded this band. It's
4: one of the Robinson brothers.
1: He it's was so rich. It's Chris Robinson. Today is his birthday over there, John. Dawson, how old is to he today? Doing the Otis Redding cover. You're the one that told me that. I did not realize this but was Last the year, he played
4: the Otis version and, and agreed with me. You're so right. This is Black Crows. Yeah. This is Black uh, Rose this is hard to handle. Oh, boy, I'll say.
1: Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just had. I got to hear. While you're thinking, wait. A minute. Hey, little thing, let me like you. the mama. I'm, I'm sure just hard to handle hand hand hand
4: now. Yes, I ram. Yes, I ram. Yes, it's like. Yes, sir, I am. But he's saying yes, I ram. Yes, sir, I ram. It, it's a notice rating thing. Okay. Uh, so, Chris Robinson, how old is uh, to he today over there, Dizzle? Sixty. You say sixty. What do you
1: say, Jonathan Massey? 59. He was born December the 20th, 1966. He is 57 years old today. So uh, congratulations, uh, Jonathan Massey. You get that. It's now tied one to one. Well, we've got another musical hint. This is the last one of the day, though. These two haven't been that bad, right? Yeah, Alan Parsons, yeah. Black Crows. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to mind this one. Nothing worth about.
4: throwing furniture over.
1: But the day's young. The day is young. I mean, it is uh, very early in the morning here on Wednesday, December the 20th.
4: Do you get paid
1: by the syllable? I think I, t- I should if I don't. Uh, I'm going to play a song, and then uh, you tell me what to play. He so was the Catman. every year. Every year.
4: <laughs> he was Catman in this band. What's the band? It's Kiss. Is that Ace Frehley? Nope. Uh, Gene Simmons. I do this because I
1: love to see Jonathan
4: dance. Put, pick another song. No, no, no!
1: <laughs> oh God! Okay, John is taking his headphones off. No, be careful! Don't, don't. <laughs> Jonathan is now, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> he is uh, rubbing his buttocks against my arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to tell. Jonathan loves dancing. <laughs> <that> so <song. laughs> Oh, my God. This was... (laughs) Jonathan has pulled his shirt all the way up. He's now stroking his chest (laughs) hair. He's looking longingly and deeply into John's eyes. (laughs) Wait, No, no. We were on the chorus. I want to hear the chorus. (laughs) There are way too many hip thrusts. (laughs) Strutter. I'm not sure I've ever heard Strutter before.
5: It was on Guitar Hero.
1: Was it? (laughs) I've got you muted right now because it was making all kinds of noise when you yanked your headphones off. So, uh... (laughs) No, it's still muted. Okay, you ready? Okay. Yeah. Strutter?
5: Yeah. Would I'm you like me to strutter over to you, John? Uh, nah.
1: I swear to God, Jonathan, I don't even need a Christmas gift you <laughs> now, okay? That was gift enough to see you doing your uh, suggestive dances.
4: Well, note that I ran and he just sit, sat here in, in anticipation. I enjoy it! I've gotten used to it. I don't just- believe I'd have told that.
1: <laughs> anyway, come. Peter Chris. Today is Peter Chris's birthday. Okay, the drummer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jonathan Massey Howell today is Peter Chris from Kiss. Seventy. You say seventy. What do you say, John Dawson? Seventy-one. He was born December the twentieth, nineteen forty-five. So he is seventy-eight
5: today. Good Lord. Yeah. There you go. I uh, thought one of them was like significantly younger than the other three. Ah, you got me. Oh, there you go. Well, you lead two to one. That's our last musical
1: hint. That's a shame. Can we leave this plane underneath? No. Nah. Oh, okay. Uh, I knew you were going to say no, but I had to ask anyway. Nah. Hey, he's a creator of, hold on. Let's see if I can find this here. Because I actually have. Yep. I've actually got a sound effect for this here. Uh, he's the creator of this franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Remember I, I used it last year?
4: Dick Wolf. Dick Wolf. The man who ruined Miami Vice. Wasn't brought him in in season three, and he turned it into instead of a little movie every week, he turned it into a TV show and ruined it. Uh, But he did; he's done pretty good with Law and Order, though. Well, Law and Order—that's what you need—is kind of a by the by the numbers. You know what's going to happen all the time, and yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Could you get a little more treble on that sound? (laughs) I
1: probably should have put some bass into that when I did that, Dick wolf over there uh john dawson how old is dick wolf today 76 you say 76 what do you say john is a massey 77 you know what no it'd be even better yes he is 77 <laughs> today. congratulations Jonathan massey. you all right it over slices there, your ears it really does okay uh, guess what it's tied
5: go ahead little aggressive dog yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> little john or little richard clark there uh how about this it comes down two to two jonathan it comes to you uh i i know we said this last year and he's a guy he can't decide how much he wants to weigh one movie he's Jonah 200 Hill. one movie he's 280 pounds the next one he's 155 i don't think and i just don't really think he's i don't understand
4: i don't get it hollywood's it, he obviously got some training and went out to Hollywood and auditioned. That's it. On he did it, but I don't get it.
5: Yeah,
4: I don't um, get it. There was a celebrity roast. I
5: can't remember who it was, but Bill Hader came out there as an old Jewish guy in a tracksuit, whose name was Hollywood. Like he was the president of Hollywood. And he's like, uh, he's t- he's because Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill are on the desk, and he goes, Jonah Hill. People ask me all the time. <laughs> Do we really need two of these guys? And I say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> God. Jonah
1: Hill over there. Wrap it up. It's two to two. Who's gonna be the winner today? Jonathan Massey Howell today is Jonah Hill. Uh, 40. He was born December the 20th, 1983. Did you know that or?
5: No, I just felt like he was finally a man.
1: <laughs> he is finally a man. How about that, man? Dude, I don't think uh,
4: he can make a fist, personal. Well, Forty depends. years
1: old. You win today three to two. You now lead eight days to six here in December. I mean, uh, you've already done your give him credit thing for this month, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Doggone it. I'll give you credit, though, Jonathan Massey. You deserve it, okay? For uh, <laughs> getting enough. that right on the nose. There you go. Three to two. Listen, no local birthdays of, uh, of merit today to uh, get <laughs> into, which
4: means... <laughs> If, if you're not famous, it doesn't matter.
1: There you go. Uh, hey, one more time, I want to thank Forrest <laughs> Dawson for joining us here on the birthday game today. And, uh, hey, we've got a couple more surprises. It's only Wednesday. We've got a couple more surprises going on later on this week So uh, of uh, local people. So, hey, uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco, technology service provider. <laughs> no, there's no son. <laughs> thank you for listening to today's show. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College.